This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, it's the start of Dia de los Muertos in San Antonio and Horse Fest in New Braunfels. The family of a victim in this year's mass shooting in El Paso suing the website where police say the alleged shooter posted a racist manifesto. I'm Clayton Neville. Mattress Mac loses in bets on the Houston Astros, or does he? I'm ABC's Jim Ryan in Texas. The story is coming up. And we'll go to the largest bat cave in the world right here in South Texas. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. A San Antonio teenager accused of beating his mother with a baseball bat and slitting her throat has pleaded guilty to murder in her death. Matthew Dempsey pleaded guilty yesterday in the April 8th slaying of 53-year-old Mary Dempsey. He and his friend Daniel Saucedo were both 18 when they were charged with capital murder, murder in her death. They're now both 19. An arrest affidavit says the young men attacked Mary Dempsey when she walked in on them taking items from her home. Saucedo awaits trial on the capital murder charge. The family of an elderly woman killed in the August massacre at an El Paso Walmart has sued the alleged gunman and the website where police said his post he posted a racist manifesto before the shooting. The lawsuit filed by the family of 86-year-old Angelina Maria Silva Inglesby seeks more than a million dollars in damages. It names the alleged shooter Patrick Crucius, his family, and the website 8chan. The suit claims the website failed to control, prevent, supervise, or act in any way to protect the life of human beings. It also states that 8chan provided the ways and means for Crucius to carry out an act of hate. An attorney for Crucius's family says they did nothing but provide love for the alleged shooter. This, while Inglesby's family encourages others affected by the shooting to pursue more lawsuits. Clayton Neville, Dallas. A man was killed in a crash that shut down Interstate 35 for hours early this morning. A small car hit a barrier while it was going southbound on the interstate near Loop 1604 Live Oak. Happened at around 3 o'clock. Another car hit that car, ejecting one person onto the roadway. Coming drivers didn't see the man in the highway. He was struck three times. The first car to hit him didn't stop. The two after did. Live Oak police say one person has been arrested for intoxication manslaughter, and they're still looking for the driver who left the scene. Actress Eva Longoria will be the Grand Marshal tonight's River Parade, kicking off a three-day festival observing Dia de los Muertos. Eva Longoria will be the Grand Marshal of the Katrinas on the River Parade tonight. I'm really excited because the Eva's Heroes organization is going to have a float at the Day of the Dead Parade, so I hope to see y'all there. The actress, director, and producer is best known for her role in ABC's former TV series, Desperate Housewives. Several barges will start rolling down the river at 7 tonight to kick off the three-day Dia de los Muertos Festival at La Vita. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. Meanwhile, Worst Fest kicks off today in New Braunfels with the biting of the sausage, food, and music for the 10-day festival. KTSA AccuWeather. Early quantity this evening, clear and cold overnight. Low 33 in the hill country and 38 along the Riverwalk. Mostly sunny and cool tomorrow, high 66. Clear to partly cloudy and quite chilly tomorrow night. Low 33 in outlying areas, 39 in the city. For Sunday, sunny to partly cloudy, high 69. To recap, becoming clear and cold tonight. Low 33 in outlying areas, 38 in the city. This is meteorologist Bob Larson. 
with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. President Donald Trump is moving his official residence from New York City to Mar-a-Lago, Florida. Possible explanations include tax breaks and less anti-Trump sentiment, but ABC's Aaron Katursky gives us another pragmatic long-term consideration. There's a reality piece to this. Post-presidency, if he were to live at Trump Tower, it would almost be a permanent security nightmare for the Secret Service and the police. Having him in Florida, it makes it a little bit easier. Trump has not announced any plans to give up his Manhattan apartment in Trump Tower, but now says his Palm Beach resort is now his, quote, permanent residence. Hours after the contentious House vote backing the impeachment inquiry, President Trump is suggesting he may host a fireside chat. Imagine the 1930s, a week into President Franklin D. Roosevelt's first term. The Great Depression was underway and banks were closing fast. Roosevelt took to the airwaves. My friend, I want to talk for a few minutes with the people of the United States about banking. His goal? To communicate his agenda and calm a reeling public. The tactic became one of Roosevelt's trademarks, dubbed his fireside chats. In an interview with the Washington Examiner, President Trump said, at some point I'm going to sit down, perhaps as a fireside chat on live television, and I will read the transcript of the call, because people have to hear it. When you read it, it's a straight call. Mike Bauer, NBC News Radio. More than a dozen Northwest San Antonio residents have been displaced by a fire. It started just before two o'clock this morning at the Fountains Apartments on Fairhaven Street. We did work with the Red Cross to make sure that the displaced uh, residents had somewhere to stay. The weather being cold, we were to make sure that those folks were taken care of. San Antonio Fire spokesman Joe Arrington says it was more smoke than fire. He's arguably one of the biggest Houston Astros fans in the Bayou City, and today Jim McInvale is out of millions of dollars because of his bets, of the bets he placed on his favorite team, or is he out of that money? His commercials are undeniably goofy. But gallery furniture owner Jim Mattress Mac Mackingvale is no fool. Long before the World Series, he began a promotion. Buy $3,000 in merchandise, and if the Astros win at all, you'll get your money back. In the meantime, Mackingvale placed bets totaling about $13 million at casinos in Mississippi, Nevada, and New Jersey. If the Astros had won, the winnings from his wagers would have covered the refunds he would have to pay to his customers. They lost, so the money he bet is gone, but he doesn't have to pay out the refunds. But he would rather have seen the Astros win. My heart is broken, but we're going to go on. Jim Ryan, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio. Fair Beer Epidemic. I'm Diane McInerney with the Inside Edition Inside Report. Sometimes they jump, other times they duck. Anything to beat paying the $2.75 fare to ride the New York City subway. We saw you didn't pay the fare. How come? It's out of your business. During rush hour at Manhattan's West 14th Street Station, we counted 58 scofflaws failing to swipe in just one hour. Fare evasion cost the city $300 million a year. The most common way subway scofflaws are sneaking through is by waiting for someone to open the emergency exit door. Some passengers say they don't pay because of annoyances like your card not working. Others say they were rushing to catch the train. From the Inside Edition newsroom, I'm Diane McInerney. ISIS has released an audio message acknowledging the death of Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi and naming his replacement Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi al-Karashi. The terror group also issued a warning to the United States. U.S. military commanders say the fight against ISIS is far from over. They insist they're ready for whatever comes next. And as if to underscore that threat, we're getting news overnight of raids in two places here in Iraq against ISIS cells. Clashes on the ground, air raids conducted just to underlie that ISIS continues to be a threat almost a week 
after Baghdadi died. That's ABC's Ian Panel in Iraq. A seven-year-old girl is said to be in critical but stable condition after being shot in Chicago while trick-or-treating. Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson says the girl was trick-or-treating with family when two gangs got into a dispute. The girl, dressed as a bumblebee, was hit by gunfire. The shooting yesterday was reprehensible. Superintendent Johnson saying the girl was not the target. That little girl clings to life this morning. We've identified one person of interest, but we know there are multiple individuals who were involved or have knowledge of others who were involved in the incident. They are reviewing surveillance video from the area and asking for the public's help identifying the suspects. Brian Burrow, ABC News, Chicago. NBC is considering not charging people to watch shows on its new streaming service. Comcast's NBC Universal would make Peacock free of ads, uh, free with ads, but charge people for an ad-free service. It would buck the trend of charging people to view streaming programs. Comcast had planned to offer Peacock free to cable and broadband subscribers. The marketing, the streaming marketplace, is getting a lot of competition. Apple Plus launched today, and Disney Plus plans to launch in a couple of weeks. HBO Max is scheduled to launch in May. They join Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime, which all require a monthly subscription fee. During National Diabetes Month, advocates across the country are calling on Congress to pass the renewal of a critical program that funds diabetes research. Dr. Aaron Kowalski, president and CEO of the nonprofit JDRF, says his organization joins others in pushing for the multi-year renewal of the special diabetes program. The focus here is how do we cure type 1 diabetes, how do we prevent it, and how do we help people live with it healthier uh, until we get there in the special diabetes program has been so critical for advances that we've seen on all three of those goals. The program, he says, provides $150 million each year for critical research, and he doesn't want to see it stopped. Alisa Z, NBC News Radio. KTSA Money News. Wall Street toasted a strong October jobs report with record highs for the Nasdaq and S&P 500. The Dow gained 301 points to 27,347. The Nasdaq climbed 94 points to 83.86. And the S&P rose 29 points to 30.66. The Labor Department says 128,000 jobs were added to the economy, with the unemployment rate nudging higher to 3.6%. The number would have been even better if not for the GM workers' strike. Google is making a big move into wearable devices with the $2.1 billion purchase of Fitbit. Jason Brooks, CBS News. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. President Donald Trump argued this week that the impeachment inquiry affirmed by a House vote yesterday threatens the stability of stocks. As the House neared its vote on the resolution, the president warned the, quote, impeachment hoax is hurting our stock market. Top White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow told reporters Mr. Trump is right. Investors do not want to change an economic policy. Kudlow didn't explain how administration policy might change if Vice President Pence were to take over after Mr. Trump's removal. But the argument the president made on Twitter was countered a day after the House passed its resolution by another presidential tweet hailing a stock market near record highs. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Democratic presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren today outlined how she plans to pay for her Medicare for All health plan. She says she can do it without raising taxes on the middle class. Elizabeth Warren says middle class families may spend $11 trillion on health care over the next decade, but that her plan would tax billionaires more and have companies pay into a government plan instead of private insurance. She'd also cut the budget and claims that would mean when it comes to extra middle class health spending. 
I will bring that down to zero. Critics say many Americans don't want to give up private insurance. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. Looks like Julian Castro was staying in the game for a while longer. The Democratic presidential hopeful has managed to reach his fundraising goal for October. He reached out to donors in the middle of the month with a plea to, a plea to pitch in because he needed $800,000 by the end of the month. At the time, he claimed if he didn't achieve that goal, his campaign would be over. Castro's campaign says the former HUD secretary and mayor of San Antonio raised a million dollars last month. Castro was campaigning in Iowa this weekend and is waiting to see if he'll be included in the Democratic presidential primary debate later this month. A Canadian ad agency thinks it's figured out a way, a clever way at least, to stop President Trump from using one of his favorite catchphrases. So how do you get the president and other politicians to stop using the term fake news? You trademark it. Calgary-based ad agency Wax Partnerships came up with the idea. The goal of this is really to try to get people to be a little bit more critical of the news that they read. So Nick Ashick and his team pitched it to the Society of Professional Journalists in Florida. And uh, just last week, they sent out a cease and desist letter to the White House. They admit it's all in good fun. Oh, and by the way, the trademark is still pending, and even their own lawyers say their chances aren't, uh... Tremendous. Chris Mavridis, CBS News, Toronto. This is Texas News Radio. CBS Eye on Veterans from ConnectingVets.com. Although this week is National Veteran Small Business Week, Army veteran Larry Stubblefield told us that the U.S. Small Business Administration has resources for vets that dream of being their own boss every day of the year. We'll connect you to your Veteran Business Outreach Center or a SCORE chapter, you know, for mentorship. Just, it just depends on where the, uh, the attendee is in their entrepreneurial journey. Some folks are further along than others, mm-hmm. and so we have the resources to cover every step of that entrepreneurial journey. You can learn more at sba.gov. I'm Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com for CBS News. I'm Anne-Marie Green. Bats have long been associated with Halloween, but they're more than just spooky creatures that fly at night. They have a major effect on agriculture and tourism. Natalie Brand takes us to the world's largest bat colony just outside of San Antonio, Texas. Off a dusty road in South Texas, nestled in a nature preserve, a sunken cave draws a crowd. Around dusk each day, the wildlife here perks up, signaling to the animals and people who visit. Right here, it's all set. They're in for a show. They're like coming out. It's an experience known as the emergence that literally envelops its audience. They're everywhere. There's so many of them. It's like unbelievable. These millions of swirling bats are on a mission. Fran Hutchins, director of Bat Conservation International's Bracken Cave Preserve, says these Mexican free-tailed bats can eat nearly 150 tons of bugs a night. Not having bats is a world with a lot of biting bugs. These bats can fly as high as 10,000 feet and travel 60 miles away from this cave hunting for food, which in turn helps Texas farmers. Bat biologists have estimated these night-flying creatures can save farmers billions of dollars in pest control. We built one, and sure enough, they started coming to it. John and Jimma Bird built a bat house after discovering they had several species of bats on their farm in central Texas. They're working every night, too. Don't have to pay them? They don't ask for nothing but a place to live. It's a win-win for the couple who farm organically. All the old-time con farmers used to 
say that the bats were good for an orchard. So what we're doing is not really anything so new. It's really something that's really old. Few actually witness the bats work since it happens in the dark of night. Back at Bracken Cave, they begin to return just before dawn. It's raining bats into the cave right now. Swooping into the cave they call home, only to resurface at the next sunset. Natalie Brand, CBS News, Como County, Texas. KTSA Entertainment. A new Bee Gees biopic is in the works from Bohemian Rhapsody producer Graham King. The film will follow the brothers give from their humble beginnings to global fame, casting, info, and a release date have not yet been announced. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas celebrates its 25th anniversary today. In celebration, a new deluxe edition CD is now in stores and a holiday tour kicks off November 22nd in Las Vegas. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, former playmate Jenny McCarthy is 47, American Idol season 4 runner-up Bo Bice is 44, and which country star was once married to Julia Roberts? That would be Lyle Lovett, who today turns 62. This report brought to you by CBS Audio. For more entertainment, news, sports, and lifestyle features, go to cbsaudio.com forward slash podcast and explore all that CBS Audio has to offer. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. The Raul Jimenez Thanksgiving dinner is looking for thousands of volunteers. Patricia Jimenez says her father started the event 40 years ago for those in need and senior citizens. And he said no one should be alone on Thanksgiving. And what more appropriate time than Thanksgiving to give back to the community. You can go to KTSA.com to volunteer or make a donation to the Raul Jimenez Thanksgiving dinner. The sugar buzz from all that Halloween candy has not even worn off yet, but retailers are already turning the corner to holiday shopping. The TV and online ads have already started. Shop Black Friday deal. Family That's because family. it's the shortest shopping season between Thanksgiving and Christmas since 2013. ABC's Rebecca Jarvis says from department stores to discount giants and online, the deals are on. At Walmart, as part of their early deals drop, you can score some sweet discounts on electronics and toys. Online shopping is expected to top $143 billion this year, an all-time high. Experts say for shoppers to get the best deals, make a list, set a budget, and download apps that can help you track the best prices and buy it between now and Christmas Eve. Michelle Franz and ABC News. Hello Kitty, My Little Pony, and Power Rangers. They're all coming back, at least at McDonald's. The Happy Meal turns 40 this year, and to celebrate, the fast food chain is including 17 retro toys from the past four decades. Other fan favorites include the Cowboy McNugget, Grimace, Hamburglar and Furby. The surprise Happy Meals will only be offered for four days starting November the 7th. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. A World Series celebration will take place at the White House Monday. The White House announced that the Washington Nationals will pay a visit here on Monday, a quick turnaround after the team won the World Series on Wednesday. The Nationals beat the Houston Astros in Game 7 to claim their first World Series title. President Trump went to Game 5 here on Sunday. Some in the crowd booed and chanted, lock him up. The heavily Democratic city voted overwhelmingly for Hillary Clinton in 2016. There has been significant controversy over other changes championship sports teams coming or not coming to the Trump White House. But so far, no politics involved in the Nationals' visit. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. KTSA AccuWeather.
Quite chilly again tonight, turning out mostly clear. Low 33 at outlier is 38 in the city. A good deal of sunshine tomorrow. Cool, the highest 66. Chilly tomorrow night, clear to partly cloudy. Low 33 in the hill country, 39 along the Riverwalk. For Sunday, is sunny to partly cloudy, high 69. To recap, turning out clear and quite chilly tonight. Low 33 in the hill country and 38 along the Riverwalk. This is meteorologist Bob Larson. With your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. Texas News Radio is a production of 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online and stay connected at KTSA.com.